It's Vancouver's Podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. Cambridge House International brings you the extraordinary future conference that covers today's disruptive headlines in science, technology, and culture, so investors can position themselves accordingly. Here's your chance to join over 2,500 attendees and engaged investors September 22nd and 23rd at the Vancouver Convention Center West for the X-Future Conference and meet 100-plus leading public and private technology companies and startups. Purchase tickets online and save 30% now through September 21st at cambridgehouse.com. Hello, this is Robert Smigel coming to today with Vancouver's Podcast, a member of the Canada's Podcast Network, where we talk to the entrepreneurs who are making it happen here in Vancouver, British Columbia. Barbara Miller, a former pack-and-a-half smoker, is the founder of BMP Production and the creator of the BMP Method. In 2017, her third improved edition of How to Quit Smoking Even If You Don't Want To won the Golden Seal Literacy Award as it came back recommended by the U.S. Review. Her book inspired her to teach the method in a one-day event. Now, many years later, she is preparing to tour across Canada and the U.S. performing much larger three-day interactive events. Barbara believes this needs to be a company benefit for workers. Well, Barbara, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking the time today to be here for all our listeners. Oh, it's my pleasure, Robert. I'm really happy to be a guest. Thank you. Great. Okay, I want you to tell us a little bit more about yourself, where you're from, and give us the details on your current business. Sure. Um, where am I from? I'm from Prince George. And I currently live in Victoria, but I'm commuting to Vancouver uh, for the um, the one-day events. So learning a, learning a lot about Vancouver is kind of what's going on now. But yeah, from Prince George, great place to be from. <laughs> and uh, about my background, you know, one of the number one questions that I'm asked, um, other than did you smoke, which I did, is they want to know my background. And so I, I'm pretty open about the fact that I came from a very troubled, uh, disadvantaged uh, background. And at a very young age, I knew that I wanted to do something with my life to prove as an example that one's background doesn't matter. And so, you know, I've done that. I, I created this great life that I have now against all odds. And I'm doing something other than just that, that took a long time actually. It was a it was a journey, and uh, I understand. Uh, the reason I share a lot of that with smokers too is because I I want smokers to know I understand adversity. And the business BMP Productions is an umbrella of several projects. One being the book, the second the one day event, another three day events, and also I speak on other topics such as suicide prevention. Uh, glad I stayed, by the way. And the other one is drug and alcohol addiction prevention. 
I can't counsel. I can counsel people with how to quit nicotine, but I don't know much about an alcohol addiction. But I can tell young people how to avoid it, and that's another topic that I'm working on, uh, which I think is very relevant in today's times. But in but you know, right now I'm focusing on the larger events, and one day soon I hope to be somewhere speaking on drug and alcohol and suicide prevention, because I'm very passionate about those things. No, uh, and I'm also I'm also oh sorry go ahead. Overall, is smoking people smoking is that coming down as far as population and and the amount of people smoking? I mean, it's it's one of these things that is seems to be losing interest. Or what's what's your take on that? Well, you notice people vaping. So, um, and that's, I just, it's another form of a nicotine replacement therapy. And I'm not sure what part's therapy, but um, I just see the switching, switching, switching. I actually end the addiction once and for all. But, you know, I think, you know, years ago, we were probably at 50%, right? And now we're at 20% of smokers. And it's um, uh, Prime Minister Trudeau's goal to have smoking down to 5% by 2035. And I sure hope I get to play a part in that. Good. Okay. Now, did you need financing to start your company, and how do you currently make money in your business now? Well, you know, I, I sure did, and coming from the disadvantaged background that I did have, um, it was basically one of the things I learned about borrowing money is when you borrow it and you pay it back, they give you more. And when you borrow it, they pay it back, they give you even more. So I, I founded BMP Productions and the method, and everything was financed through uh, borrowed money. And, you know, I've probably invested $60,000 in the course of 18 years, including that includes a company car. <laughs> You know, a sign of a business with uh, no, how's it go? A business with no sign is a sign of no business. So I thought I should get a company car to advertise that I'm here. But um, I'm focusing now on the one day events and that's financing what I'm doing now. And it's, it's all good. Good. Okay. Now, what is the long-term vision and what will your company look like in the future? Do you see the company expanding into other areas and where beyond Vancouver, BC or even Canada? Yes. Uh, the three-day events, uh, the reason it's a three-day event is because it's for 100 people and because it's interactive, uh, people need time to share. And so, and it's also a lot more fun when you have a big group. I'll actually have DJ. We play um, what I call breakup songs. So the, the music is quite entertaining and fun. Backup dancers makes people not just before breaks. It's all actually geared to be um, a lot of fun. And so, but globally, uh, Canada, US, and eventually the long-term goal would be to um, be in the Caribbean uh, teaching so people can come and see me in the Caribbean because I really not only do I want this to be a company benefit but I also want it to be a vacation getaway so they would go to a retreat in the Caribbean to uh, for mm -hmm. quit smoking retreats right and that one probably will be five days uh, because it won't all just be class time. My program really is a course, and part of the five-day retreat uh, is to do some class time and then maybe go out, take a horse ride by the beach or go to a spa and, you know, just learn how, and maybe even somebody there might be doing some stress management to really take the bull by the horns and figure out what do you really need in order to quit smoking? Because the number one is say, well, I'm stressed, I need to relax. So if that's the case, why not go on vacation? 
<laughs> and you know this isn't a cold turkey program so it's not like they're going to go to the three-day event and then quit because quitting is a journey and I like to think of my program as a map that I wrote for smokers to navigate my car currently says GPS for smokers and that's because we don't use maps anymore <laughs> right yeah everything's digital use your phone okay we want to talk a little bit about Vancouver here now in BC and actually you're from Victoria so let's, let's include Victoria as well what, mm -hmm. are the, what are the biggest benefits for you and being an entrepreneur here in Vancouver BC or Victoria I want you to give us some of the good points about starting a company here but I also want you to give us some of the tough things or challenges for our listeners so they can keep an eye out for them mm -hmm. well you know one benefit I'd have to say is um, creating awareness such as your show. I think what you're offering entrepreneurs is a great service to really get connected and for people to learn about us and even you know it's really important for somebody who's commuting because I'm not known in Vancouver the way I am in Victoria so having some awareness around that is is definitely great but you know business in BC you know I've been in Victoria for 25 years so all I know is Victoria but I think Vancouver is similar in that people are friendly and networking is fun and people like to help each other in the networking and I think overall just the friendliness of people is is, a, is an asset for Vancouver and British Columbia in general. Yes, it's a very outdoorsy place. Everyone seems to be in a in a good mood, uh, even though it does rain a lot. So um, uh -huh. I think that's that's one which segues into our next question. We do some of our best work outside the office. Is there a place in the Lower Mainland close to where you live or work where you like to go recharge or get inspired with ideas or just think about your business? And does it change with the season, considering all the rain we get here? Yeah, I'll answer that, but you know, there was a second part to your question that was the disadvantages of Vancouver. Yes. Because uh, um, I like to keep um, on top with making sure I answer all the questions. But you know, the only challenges that I have right now is actually wanting to make more connections and networking, I think, is key. So, and I know that in Vancouver, and like same with Victoria, it's who you know that matters. So it, if you're kind of new on the scene, there's some real challenges because you got to get out. I was considering joining the Vancouver Board of Trade and doing some networking there. But anyways, that's a disadvantage. But, you know, to recharge, uh, what I do to recharge is I actually exercise to keep fit. And I use my treadmill in my nice, cozy, um, you know, room controlled temperatures to visualize uh, my goals and I might be looking at the screen on the TV on mute but I I visualize in my head because I really am a firm believer of visualizing and you know I visualize myself standing on a stage with 100 people and just how exciting that would be because that's my dream you know the the small events are fun but I just want to do more and so I just visualize what that would look like what it and I know visualizing works, so I take the time to do that on my treadmill. And of course, I like to get out and do the same thing on Dallas Road here in Victoria. Uh, and if I was in Vancouver, I'd probably do that on uh, in Stanley Park. So you're a big believer in manifesting. 
Yes, and you know, for off time when I'm not, because even I might be enjoying the land, I'm still working because I'm visualizing, my off time for not working probably would be dancing. I like dancing. Okay. Now, we have a lot of listeners that uh, are from all over the world, so this next question, I want you to speak to them. If you were to start all over again, and you just moved here to Vancouver, BC, or even Victoria, but this time you don't know anyone, knowing what you know now, what would you do and how did you go about starting all over again as an entrepreneur? Well, you know, I think Vancouver actually has a lot of diverse um, ethnics uh, community. And for those, I would say join InterNations if you haven't already. They're a networking group that supports expats. I'm a member of it because I want to be one someday in the Caribbean. And the people are just, you know, so sweet and nice. And they're from all over the world. But, you know, networking is so important. I would say join a Chamber of Commerce or the Vancouver Board of Trade, but definitely some form of networking that isn't online. you got to go out, show your face, and meet people. And be friendly. We are. <laughs> so that's the most important thing is network and circulate and go to the, uh, go to the networking events that would interest you and the things you want to do. Right. And it, with, um, you know, InterNations is not so much business. InterNations is a friendly support just to make friends and maybe people would support you in your business. But the Chamber of Commerce, I think, is excellent for business support. Okay. Let's, let's talk a little bit about your routine. What does the first hour look like for you when you get up in the morning? Do you have a specific routine or a ritual that helps you get motivated to start your day? <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, it, other than more visualizing, because I, I like to have a relatively relaxed morning, so I, if I don't feel like or I have to get up right away, I like to spend a little bit of time. And that or even gratitude, just to relax and enjoy or appreciate gratitude. I have moments of gratitude, because I, I don't actually want to fire up my computer right away. I, I don't drink coffee, so I don't have that ritual, but... Uh, nine out of ten times, I do eventually have to turn the computer on and I will look at my emails because it gives me my list of things that I... It's almost like my emails are almost top priority of what needs to be done. But I, I try to figure that out and then get off the computer and then get on with the day. Okay. Do you think entrepreneurs have to be weird or unique in a positive way or are wired differently? I think so. I would I would think definitely yes, um, because I think entrepreneurs have an ability to create something out of nothing. And we also, I think for the most part, I think not only do we think outside the box, we might actually be wondering what to do with the box. <laughs> you know, and it's... I think we have a creative way or a different way of seeing things because of that creation of being able to create something out of nothing. We, I don't know, we're, I think definitely for sure. So, so you have to have a vision. Be a visionary to be able to see where it will go, whether thinking outside the box or what to do with the box, but the vision to right. see where you can take it. And I think that's because an entrepreneur actually was looking for a need to fill that someone needs. Isn't, isn't that what all creation is about, is what does someone need? When I was 15, washing dishes because of my background, that's where I was, I knew I wanted to be self-employed. And you have a lot of time to think when you're a dishwasher, so I thought, what would it have to, what would it be? And one, I knew that it had to help people, 
It had not to be a fad, and I had to love it. And I think I found that with um, my topics that I speak on, as well as the quitting smoking. It's definitely not a fad. So do you enjoy re or writing more or speaking? Uh, speaking. I do one day I'll, ne I'll uh, I write another book, but it's an enormous amount of work, and editing is not fun for me. But speaking, for sure, and that's because... People are really busy. They have their books, their um, other things that they're doing. So when you get a captive audience, like in colleges or universities, you kind of got them there. And it's part of their curriculum, so you kind of have a captive audience. So, And even the one-day events, uh, people come to them, the same thing, they're there, and they're focused on just that one thing for that time. What books are you reading now and why, or even audiobooks, and can you recommend any books for our listeners who are also aspiring entrepreneurs? Mm-hmm. What books am I reading now? Well, the la you know, the last book that I purchased was Joel Olstein called I Am. It's Daily Affirmations. It's uh, a little bit more on the spiritual side. I like to keep that balance with not all just working. You know, so it's um, any book by Joel Olstein that if you need some balance and uh, not just work, work, work. I recommend, he's, he's a great, um, great writer. But you know, from the business point of view, I've studied a lot of Brendan Bouchard's work and especially The Charge. The Charge was excellent for, you know, if you're feeling a little, because entrepreneurs can get burnt out. If you're feeling a little burnt out, I definitely recommend The Charge. And um, yeah, just, but reading in general, even I would actually just recommend somebody read anything because and I'm also because I'm often tired I am working leaning a little bit more towards audiobooks now okay any online or offline tools that you use on a daily basis Email, uh, you know, social media. Social media is uh, at LinkedIn. You know, I love LinkedIn. I've met so many wonderful people. Um, like actually meet them, and you know, I my recent one of my recent connections is um, somebody in Newfoundland. She's far east, and I'm far west. We're both doing some similar work. Um, she's got an app for smokers, and I'm doing a live event. And she's and she says she's from Inuvik, and I, oh, you must know my mom, <laughs> and she does. She actually knows my mom, which wow. is weird because we huh? we yeah we've never met. And I like what are the chances that we'd be doing the same kind of work or similar, right? And she knows my mom, so LinkedIn is just wonderful for for meeting people and. So, but you know, I'm a big fan of getting off the computer and being hands-on in the world. So it's why I won't do a webinar. I really want the experience to be um, something that you go to and and meet other people. We, I think, we need more connections. Exactly. Okay. So, how do you balance work, and how do you relax and not even think about work? And what are your favorite activities to do here in BC? Do you ski, bike, kayak, golf, hike, or simply go for a drive? None of the above. I, you know, because of the pharmaceuticals coming along in the last several years, there was a big push for the pharmaceuticals. I was kind of, um, I felt forced into taking a break, um, a hiatus, if you will, but it wasn't by choice because the smokers were angry, legislation was changing, nobody wanted to talk to me. I would try to talk to smokers and they'd just get angry. My car was keyed twice because they're like, just get out. And now, you know, fast forward seven years later, uh, people do want to talk to me. They 
think they've tried it all. But, you know, in some ways, I sort of feel like I've had seven years off of pursuing my goals. So without sounding like a workaholic, that is all I want to do right now. I, I don't have time for... It, that's why I dance when I'm. I, I okay. Even so, that, I so gotta dancing. make time to dance. Yeah, I gotta make time to dance. Okay, so <laughs> that's how you. Pretty busy now. <laughs> that's how you disconnect and relax. Then is dancing. Well, and you know, also um, sometimes because I am as busy as I am, I actually like to do nothing. Outside of going for a walk on a nice sunny day on Dallas Road, sometimes doing nothing is a guilt-free nothing is really really important for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you weren't doing what you do now, what would you like to do for a profession? Well, when you say that, I'm thinking you mean teaching my live events. Uh, I, The only only thing that I could see myself doing if I wasn't doing that is actually speaking and touring with uh, colleges and universities to talk about prevention of drug and alcohol addiction as well as suicide prevention and those are two topics that are very much needed today yes uh, obviously so um, dancing wouldn't be one of those things no, that's just for fun. Okay. I do that when I have the time. But, you know, as far as a career, no, I'm not that kind of dancer. <laughs> okay. What not kind of that the... kind of dancer. <laughs> Dancing with stars. It can be that. Uh, well, first I got to become a star, yeah. right? Yeah, sure. I'll do Dancing with the Stars once I get that status. Sure. There you go. Love okay. To. What kind of a job would you not like to do? Uh, any, well, and something that I wouldn't like to do, uh, there's probably a lot of them, but to summarize that, I'd probably have to say anything that involves sitting for um, more than two hours. I have a really hard time sitting. I'm, I'm I kind of a go-go-go type of person, but, you know, because I'm not a big fan of sitting, I make sure that when I have events that they have comfortable chairs. <laughs> Because right. I want people to be comfortable. Because sitting, sitting is painful for me. <laughs> In business, what is your favorite word, quote, or sentence that you like to use? Uh, you know, I think this one might be good for business and or personal. It's one of the things that uh, motivated me when I was younger to... I didn't have a very comfortable life. I wasn't in a very good place. And the one quote from Dale Carnegie that really uh, stuck with me, and I would say it all the time, was, lose yourself in action, lest you wither in despair. If we got we got goals, we got to get busy and do something and just, you know... To take action. Without action, nothing happens. What is your least favorite word or sentence you do not like to hear? Oh, right. And you know, I just thought of another one. Okay. My other, my other favorite one is anything is possible. Which is true, right? Set your mind yeah, to it. Anything is possible. Uh, my least favorite? Mm -hmm. You know, the phrase, uh, the phrase self-help drives me crazy. I'm a self-educated, um, I have a PhD. It's called a personal home development. I studied for over 20 years. Uh, um, they call it self-improvement. But I wish the self-help industry would call it self-education. Because we, when we study at home, we are educating ourselves. And just because, I don't know, I hate the word help. I mean, people need help. That's not the issue. But that um, category, I think, could evolve with um, time to, to be self-education and not self-help. If you had to pick one or two words to describe yourself, what would it be and why? Mm, 
thing to describe myself from an entrepreneurial point of view I'd probably have to say visionary and I don't know that this if we'll put a hyphen in this word raw determination and why I think because I've had the vision I had a vision when I was much younger of the life that I would have I also had the vision that something was in my future that was big but I would have to be older in order to see it and so I did have a vision of what I could do with my life and that's why I picked um, a visionary because I, I saw it, it's like I saw into the future and the but in order for me to obtain that I would need pure raw determination because there were times when I wanted to give up and that is why I can speak and I'm qualified to speak on suicide prevention a lot of those years I really didn't want to be here but I also knew that it wasn't that I wanted to die I just didn't want the life I currently had so to lose yourself in action was what got me busy because otherwise we could just wallow around in despair but that wasn't going to be me <laughs> okay what keeps you up at night if anything well, you know, it used to be hormonal imbalance, but <laughs> when, you're, when your hormones are all out of whack, you're lucky if you can get four hours sleep at night. <laughs> but now that I, I've changed my diet and I'm eating uh, much healthier, giving up sugar and a bunch of other things, and I'm just, I even lost 25 pounds. And so the hot flashes are kind of gone away, So I'm, and I'm getting more sleep. The four hours thing is kind of not happening anymore. But you know, the one thing that keeps me awake at night right now is just excitement. I just have so much joy and excitement that I can't even wait for the next day. And I often think that Fridays are Monday because I think every day is Monday, and I love Mondays. So I just I'm I get I'm high on life, and when you're high on life, it is actually really hard to sleep. Interesting. It's a good perspective to have, you know, running Thanks. your own business and being positive thinking and looking forward to the next day. Not even being able to sleep, so that's even better, right? So, mm -hmm. Okay, I want you to give us the top three things on your inspired life list. This could be a TEDx talk. This could be travel more. This could be writing a book. Um, anything like that? Yeah, I do want to do TEDx talks, you know, and um, that's kind of on my list of things to do. Um, but, you know, the next thing that um, it's on the list of, uh, I don't, of the things to do for BMP Productions is I originally wanted to do a scholarship foundation, but then I started thinking about it, and I actually want to make the foundation uh, a little bit more than that. Um, it's, you know, we have a homeless problem here in BC, right? This foundation could um, help, would be able to help. So there's a fund available, could help people that could just come in and say, I want a new life. And we would know exactly what they need, whether it's housing, uh, food, shelter. And I would actually think there's a really good chance that they might want to start with getting, making sure they have their grade 12, getting them some type of education, counseling, whatever that person needs. Um, and this probably falls in line with the suicide prevention that if somebody wants to die, I think it's, they don't want to die, they just want a new life. So what if there was a foundation where they could just walk in and go, I need some help, and everybody gives them and gathers around the support for, for them to get them to a place where they are happy. And so that's, that's something that I want to do. And what else? Um, Gee, there's so much. Live in the Caribbean. Uh, well, that is definitely, yeah, I do actually, you know, I love Canada, but I've been here 
my whole life and I do think that it would be fun to have an experience to live in the Caribbean but you know I don't know if I could actually live anywhere because I want to tour and if I wasn't touring with the BMP method I would be touring speaking on drug and alcohol addiction because uh, we know that that is uh, a need these days and even suicide prevention because even that's on a rise so I wish I could be doing it now, but with the, as busy as I am, it's like I had to pick which one am I going to launch first. Um, since I took the break from, you know, being the, the forced break, when I'm relaunching, I thought I've got to do this three-day event. So that's first, and then I believe making a name for myself, people will actually want to know about my other topics. So you said that suicide is on the rise, is that right? Uh, suicide is increasing, and their kids are getting younger. I think the youngest reported suicide was 11. Now, why do you think they're doing that? I think some of that started with uh, bullying, which is why there's anti-bullying laws. There was a lot of the bullying. I was bullied in school, but I think what kids are facing today is 100% uh, more significant. With social media, they can shame. They get a picture or something, and they share it. There's so much, and they shame you into it. And kids that little, uh, even teenagers, they don't necessarily know that problems are temporary. And I can attest, when we're in certain situations, part of the reason it's so bad is because it just feels so permanent. <laughs> you know, they say there's no light at the end of the tunnel. And I know that dark place. And so kids are in that place, and they don't know how to get out. It's cause, and part of that is because it just feels permanent. But if anyone's listening, no matter what problems they have, I can tell you it's not everything has an end, including bad problems. But you, sometimes you've got to ask for help, though. Do you have any advice that you may have received that you can pass on to entrepreneurs throughout British Columbia? Mm-hmm. You know... When I was 14, I was in a foster home, and I always like to talk about Akbar and his advice that he gave me. I was 14, and I was babysitting his kids, and uh, um, Akbar was from Prince George, and he said to me, Barbara, if you do anything in this world, you must read. And so years later, I was at my dad's apartment, and I saw Norman Vincent's book, The Power of Positive Thinking, and I, I remember Akbar, and I shrugged my shoulders, and I went, okay, I'll read it. And that started my journey of transformations of uh, reading for over 20 years and studying. So I encourage people to read, and not just read, but study. Pick a topic that you're interested in, whatever it is, and don't think that you don't have the education, you got to go to school. Get it yourself. Go to the library. Grab some books. Whatever your topic is, there'll be books on it. And, you know, even the, the hard copies are nice. I like to, I encourage people to buy them and actually mark them up with felt pen and, and not felt uh, highlighters and, and really study the book. You can't do that at the library, but, and I forgot, we have the internet now, so you could just Google stuff, but we got to read. Leaders are readers. Yes, I think they, some of the biggest CEOs are heavy, heavy readers, I mean, throughout the world. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm all for that. Okay, Barbara, you ready to have some fun?
Yeah. Okay. What's I, next? <laughs> what's next? Well, I think you can relate to this uh, next question. Entrepreneurs are very, very busy people. We're always connected and we're always online in one way, shape, or the other. But we're going to take you away from all that. There's a small tropical island just off of Fiji that only has one phone booth there. There is no internet. This place does exist. We're going to drop you off there, and you won't have a computer or a smartphone or a tablet. You can use the phone booth located there any time to call the boat. We'll come pick you up. How long would you last before you made that call? And what would you do while you were there? What kind of island was it? It's a small island off of Fiji. Well, yeah, it's populated, so it's not a desert island, right? No, there's a phone booth there, so it's yeah, gotta, right. there's got to be something going on there. Hey, do you think some of your listeners might know what a phone booth is? <laughs> One phone booth, yes. Um, somebody told me that a phone booth is where Superman changes his clothes. Yeah. But, you know, uh, I heard you ask other people that question, and I think it's a fun question, but how long would I be there for? Well, you know, because I'm not a workaholic anymore, I healed that wound, I, I do actually believe in balance. So I would say I could do 30 days. And that would be because I've worked really, really hard. And the harder you work, I think the longer time you can take off. So I would take a month off, recharge my batteries. I would rest, you know, maybe play frisbee, dance. Um, probably not want to excursions, tour, you know, things like that. And I actually did that in Cuba. I actually unplugged for 30 days, didn't check my messages or emails. And I recommend it. It's Then you know you're not addicted to your technology. I had no cell phone, no nothing. So after a month, I think I'd be good to come back because, you know, I just sort of feel like I've had seven years off. I really just want to be working. So a month would be hard, but I would do it. Did you feel refreshed when you took a, uh, a month off um, internet and Yeah, phones? yeah, I, I, yes, I do. And I know I can do that even for the weekend. I like to um, not be... I don't think all emails have to be urgent where you have to get back to somebody right away. I don't even text. I don't text because I I just think that there's too much instant, um, you know, leave a message and I'll get back to you when I can. <laughs> right. Well, old school. Go back to the answering machines. Well, I do have voicemail, yeah. so, you know, I have voicemail, but, you know, yeah, um, it's good to um, turn off and dance and have fun. Yeah, live life. Dig your, put your feet in the sand. Dig your feet in the sand and go for a swim. Mm -hmm. Okay, Barbara, we're going to wrap things up. How can our listeners get hold of you? And is there anything you'd like to add before you leave us today? Well, you know, one more big shout out to Akbar. I'm looking for him because I want to tell him, Akbar, I did what you said. I read and I have this wonderful life because I took your advice. So I, one time I tweeted in search of Akbar. He, I don't really know his last name, but I know he was from Prince George and he had, I think, a, two boys. Uh, but anyways, how can people get a hold of me? Well, believe it or not, you know what? I have a toll-free number and it's actually called uh, 1888-SOS-NEW-LIFE. Uh, it's easy to remember. It's too many letters, but your listeners are smart, so I think they'll figure out how to get those numbers in there. <laughs> uh, but I'm also bmpmethod.com. can get some great um, endorsements and testimonials on that website. There's also a free test smokers can take to find out how ready they are to quit. And Twitter, BMP Method, and also LinkedIn. Love to connect with people on LinkedIn, so don't be shy. Send me an invitation, okay? Awesome. Okay, great. Well, Barbara, thank you for coming on the show. I've learned a lot about you, and I'm sure our listeners have as well. 
Oh, thank you so much for the opportunity. Uh, I appreciate that a lot. And Vancouver, look for my company car. I'll be there soon. Okay, great. Okay, we'll see you next time. Hey, thanks a lot. Hey there. Thanks for taking the time today to listen to Vancouver's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters and write a review for us on iTunes and then connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Canada's Podcast. You can also check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country. See you next time.